Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, besties? Welcome to Pillows and Beer. I'm Craig Conover, joined by Nick Norris and the ghost of Austin's past, <laughs> wherever he may be. Um, this is going to be part one or part A of this episode because we don't know where Austin is. So we'll probably join at another time, but it's been a while from since Nick and I had to, a chance to catch up. What's up, Nick? What's going on, Craig? Uh, how much longer are you in? Uh, I know you said you were at a neighbor's party. How much longer are you at uh, home for? Uh, till tomorrow. So I had like a week. I um, It's funny. It flew by. I was looking at my my suitcase earlier. Excuse me. Um, and it's like all spread out on my bedroom floor. And it felt so good when I got here to do that. Cause I was like, I have a full week. Like I brought books and stuff. I was like, I'm going to spend all this time like reading downstairs. And now I'm looking at it and I'm like, how am I, how is like a week gone by that I, I have to pack my stuff already? Yeah. That's always the worst. during the holidays just goes so much faster. Um, depending on what side of things you're on. I think if you have kids, it probably, you know, there's certain ages where Get out of my like house. A, a lifetime. <laughs> Go back to school. But yeah, but um, I was just talking to two parents about that. The snow days. They were like, yeah, snow's fun for one day. Then it's like, go back to school. But I, um, I just, I had a pretty social break, I guess, um, friends and family wise. And like my god sister Mia came over today with her mom Dana, which was fun. Um, and then we went to my like pseudo aunt and uncles that live down the street. And I just had it was an Italian feast. It was so good. Like I I don't get like really that jazzed up over Italian cooking unless I'm like at Paige's house, but it was really good. So when you say you Italian, guys, so is it like pastas? Like what is it? Yeah, we had, I mean, it was American Italian. You know, it was chicken parm, meatballs, and bow tie pasta with like red sauce. And I put a ton of red pepper flakes <laughs> on it. And it was like spicy and it was just good. And Caesar salad, but like, you know, and garlic bread. But do you do any Italian stuff for the holidays? Oh yeah. No, I, for whatever reason, it's like the day before for Thanksgiving, we do a big pasta night Wednesday and then Christmas Eve, we always do lasagna. Oh, okay. Paige's parents do, I think the 26th, they do lasagna. Um, yeah, no. So yeah, it's always, you know, big Caesar lasagna, garlic bread and then you know we always get like really nice wine for you know christmas eve and christmas dinner see that's fun you know it's crazy i bought some really nice wine to drink and i didn't open it i didn't like want to say it when like austin was here because he was like i've been <laughs> drunk three days straight or three dives a day which is great but for me uh because i definitely like the you know whatever journey i'm doing it's like not preachy and not like i just had well i'm not gonna lie i almost lied about drinking that's how reverse this is i was just <laughs> lied about having a glass of wine down the street but uh usually it's the opposite but i didn't even open um a wine just to like taste it i don't i don't know i'm in a, a i i did have a christmas beer it was called something but it, it tasted like chocolate and like God, oh, it like tasted nice, so like, good, but I had like half of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On um on my brother's birthday. But anyway, um I did buy some good wine and I'm excited for one day to to pop it. What it what kind of wine did you get, like color wise and like Oh big you... reds. Um yeah. some Italian wine, some French wine, and some Napa cabs. I just go and there's a local there's a couple good local uh, wine stores and one of them downtown is like this super frenchy you know french guy that run, owns it and talking to him about all the types of wine is just so much fun he gets it's like going into a candy shop for adults he's like well there's this one i'm like i don't i don't, I don't want to spend a crazy man he goes oh well, I, I got you you know and he's finding like deals on like everything you know well this is usually like 80 dollars, but, but it's 50 dollars today yeah and they know what stuff means so my big thing 
that I learned what it meant was fruit forward, which you hear all the time. And so how I learned was they saw me in this room trying to buy a bottle for my brother for his birthday. And I really didn't want to talk to someone, but they're like, let us bring this guy in here. And he came in and I was like, I want a European wine. And he's like, all right, fine. I was going to grab you this, like this California red. He actually didn't say much. I almost just articulated what he was, or like, you know, narrated what he was doing. And he's like, look, this is a really great French wine. And I was like, well, my brother, like, we're not like, like we love great wine, but we're not that sophisticated. And he's like, well, this has, no, no, no. He goes, this has so many layers. And I was like, I was trying to figure out what he meant. And he was like, so you have to sit and like, you know, sip it and like really let it air out. And he's like, so basically that was an expensive wine because of like all of the different, like the journey you'll go on. And I was like, well, we kind of like stuff that just tastes good. And he was like, then I'm going to give you a California red. He said, and I was like, okay. And then he said, I said, you know, my brother likes prisoner and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, he likes fruit forward stuff, which is what I told you. And I was like, in my head, I was like, well, I didn't know what fruit forward meant. <laughs> and I guess what it means is like the fruitiness hits yeah. you first. First, and then yeah, you get like that other... plummy or blackberry, whatever flavor right away. Yeah. Yeah. Like cherry. And so I got him a bottle called Double Diamond and I was hoping he was going to open it so he could drink it. And then I got an Italian wine is the one that I didn't, didn't drink, which wasn't on purpose. I just. I don't know. I really wanted to drink it on Christmas Day, and I just forgot. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. No, that's great. <laughs> I was pumped much. that you guys had so much fun. Yeah, well, you just, you know, family family friends come over, and then, you know, they bring a bunch of champagne for mimosas in the morning, and then it just, you know, one thing leads to another, and then it's just like, well, I'm not turning back now. So I love it. Love it. And I think those big social days are are so fun and we don't get to do them enough. It's almost like COVID, except you weren't supposed to be doing, you know, social gatherings, but it's like yeah. if COVID happened, but you could socialize with the people around you, you know, and you're like, just get to know each other and drink and be merry. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. And I should, I need to take a break. I don't think I'm gonna drink anything tomorrow because once I go to the beach, it's just another, just it's go, 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 go. It's just, and I'm not saying we're like raging alcoholics by any means, but it's just one of those things where you're at the beach and it's winter time. I mean, everybody's got a cocktail in their hand. We're not like doing shots. Dude, right if now. you, if you can take breaks, you're not an alcoholic. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to take next so week. Wait, like, next week's done. What do you mean you're going to the beach? No, I, we, like I said, uh, we're going to uh, Curry beach, North Carolina. This is where I'll be doing my polar plunge, um, by myself. So um you know we just go to the beach every new year's they do a nice local uh celebration it's very fun um they do a beach ball drop like on the boardwalk from a big fire truck and everything they do fireworks uh, it's it's always a good time it's just it's just a good local it's if you see like the small t- like it's like a hallmark movie kind of thing like it's, it'd be a scene from that um so we'll be doing that. So I go down Friday. So, you know, it's a, it's a short trip, but, you know, come back Tuesday, but it's enough to see everybody, you know, have the extended family Christmas kind of thing for everybody we didn't get to see. No, it's awesome. Dude, have you, since Austin's on here, have you seen the new Malaysia flight stuff? No, I haven't. I've seen, well, I saw something, but it wasn't about that. Let's go, let's go to the there, Google, so- everybody. No, there's videos. So there's this video uh, that they used like energy cameras from like satellites. And it shows that these three orbs. Oh, that's been, that's already been. I watched some. uh, I saw this. It's been debunked already. Somebody found a video from 2016 that someone made fake. So they just stole the uh, and just photoshopped out and just rendered it over. Well, what it was, was these three orbs that are like revol- like they're rotating around a plane in orbit, basically making its own gravitational force. Yeah. And then the plane just disappears. Um, and you're saying that what is I can that send you from? the debunk. It's uh, these guys I follow on YouTube. You know, they're like they're like they have like a uh, private 
CG, uh, visual effects studio. So, and one of their like weekly videos is we debunk, is it real or is it fake? Um, kind of videos that are on the internet. And it's crazy how easy it is these days to make videos like that. See, some of the comments were saying that the art, that it would be very difficult to make that movie. I got. I got to send you the. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna t- after we get off. I'm gonna text you the uh, corridor, the corridor digital crew uh, video, and let let you take your own opinion if they're just making it up or actually. But they actually like show other because they have the same and their can't like for their studio. They have like the same like uh, not format. What is it like uh, template that they use in that video? Like they literally just pull it right. up and make the same video. And they're well, like, apparently there's, apparently I think, I think, I, think it, I mean, there's something to it. I think they, I think it got blown up. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the most obvious thing. It got shot down. That's why we didn't find it. We didn't want, want to find it. Like it oh, got see, shot I think it got down blown up on, on the plane. I think it was an inside job. Shot down. I, um, I think it got shot out of the sky. But, you know, there's something to be said that it went and landed somewhere. Um, but that's a whole other thing. Have you ever looked say, at that you, island? It's like, did you watch that TV show? Which one? It's like, I think it's an old, it's like just ended, like, I think it's on Netflix now. It's like the NBC show. It's uh, Manifest or whatever, where the plane oh, yeah, dis- yeah. disappears and then shows up five years later and no one knows. They think they just landed. I think if it blew up, it would have had a different flight. Like, I don't know. I can't remember. But basically, whatever happened, it was covered up for a reason. I don't think we just lose airplanes these days. But um, what do I know? Which is nothing, actually. I just kind of (laughs) ramble about it. Um, Let's take a quick break with that said. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Pillows and Beer. Merry Christmas, everyone. This is that weird at time between Christmas and New Year's that no one has any clue what to do but honestly it's a great time it's a great time if you know how to handle it nick what do you think about the the lag week between christmas day and new year's day like you said it's weird um we went bowling today as a family so that was fun um since my sister drives back to chattanooga tomorrow um i always forget how fun bowling is like bowling is great more people should bowl it's a great hangout spot it's so much fun. And I just, I'm going to get my buddies to do it because I saw like Mondays through Thursdays, it's after seven, it's $17, you know, unlimited bowling with shoes and everything included. So no. Yeah. And like, and you really aren't on your phone that much because it's like active, but you don't have to pay attention. Like it, it, it's a perfect balance for a social setting. Look who it is. Hello. (laughs) Hey, same shirt. Different no, one. Different one. What were you calling colors today? Looks like. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were just talking about the lag between Christmas Day and New Year's Day and how it can be really relaxed. I, I mean, it's really low key one of the better weeks out there, in my opinion. It is a relaxing week. Because can't, you can't start anything until the 1st of January. Yeah, and... I pretty much just do emails and things like that. That's pretty much the work I can get done. That's, I think I'm catching up on emails where it's like, there's no, you're not getting ahead of anything. You're like closing out things. And it's like, okay, as long as you do it by New Year's. Um, you know, n- not to bring up something that y'all might've brought up already, but it's one of those weeks where I'm glad that y'all are talking about this because it is a great week. <clears throat> it's one of those weeks where like, you can kind of just hang out and wear, you know, the same shirt, you know, twice in a row and no one really even notices it's it's just like a beautiful sort of like limbo week but are you back at your house i am yeah came back to charleston i drove i drove today because i'm flying out tomorrow oh that's right you're going to new york right Mm -hmm. or new york it's just just a quick little trip i do craig and uh, i got my first upgrade and I gifted my sister gold status with my new diamond status. And so she got an upgrade as well. And so she's all jazzed about it that she gets. 
<laughs> no way she got upgraded that's awesome yeah yeah she yeah well, not the first. Uh -huh, uh -huh. um i gifted it to my mom and sister and um because in, 20, because in 2024 you can gift two people now as to use both of your choice benefits it it just uses one one of your choice benefit can gift two people gold well that's a, a, a heck of a heck of a play delta because right? i get a guest pass so i can take a guest into the sky club i do the four global four region or four global eight regional four global four regional upgrades um globals are huge and then gift gold yeah. to christopher so that's awesome but no yeah, we man. were about to talk um, about this year i don't know what it was i don't know what it was last year but this year it's two global and four regional anyways it's pretty cool and oh, actually it, katie it and i are four and eight and this year katie or sorry and this year and tomorrow katie and i are actually on the same flight so i don't know if i should okay what do you guys think <clears throat> because we briefly talked about this. So Katie got the upgrade to um, Comfort, and I got the upgrade to First. Do you think that I should sacrifice my first seat to the person who's sitting next to her in Comfort so that her and I can fly together and, I don't know, you know, giggle and and things like that, or or is it not even worth it? I mean, I've done that. Yeah. Yeah, but I I've not I mean in your situation my yeah. overwhelming gut response was no. You just yeah. spent a whole week together and like you're going to New York. It's an hour and 15 minute flight and like it's almost more hassle and confusing to do that. Okay. I thought you were going to well, say do you, glad that you said it. Your Yeah, no, I oh. would just be flying. Oh. No, okay. I would be flying yeah, I could do that to too. Like if you guys were going on a trip together, I would do that. But for a flight to New York, no, just sit in your seat and she sits in her seat. Yeah. Is my my gut. Okay. All right. See, that's why I asked. Because I, I I I like it's a thought that just kind of popped in my head and I was like, Oh, well, you know, well that could be fun. And then it's like, dude, it's like an hour and fifteen minute flight or like an hour and a half flight. It's not it's not that big of a deal. No, and then something would happen and like a problem would come out of it and you'd be like, I was just you know, yeah. I was just trying to no, like do something I was just trying to uh, uh, Sir, <laughs> there are cops waiting for you uh upon right. arrival because right. you switched seats when you weren't supposed to. You're like, I'm I'm sorry. Dude, so this um this question, I'm sure you guys saw it. I wanted to save it for the podcast, but the, for our listeners, there was something that went around that said, if you could get $1 million right now handed to you and you don't have to do anything, or you get eight hours at Augusta National to shoot nine under, and if you do that, you get $10 million, but you get unlimited mulligans, what do you do? I, I mean, I was trying to do the math in my head to convince myself that I couldn't do it. And then I got to the point where I was like, no, like mulligans, like in 10 shots, I'm going in a good shot. But now nine under is a lot. So I would actually have to see the map of the course. But I think unlimited mulligans, the time doesn't matter. You can either do it or you can't for me. So I think I'm going to take the 10 million and go for the challenge would be my answer. Definitely. I, I think that's definitely the answer. Um, it's either that, you know, you can do it or you can't. And for me, I mean, yes. So, so like off the tee, six out of the 18 holes or eight out of the 18 holes, I will slice it into the woods. But if I re-tee it up, then boom, you know, right, right down the fairway. So I think that I could do that, you know, the whole way in and in eight hours, I really think that I could do it. See. We have the ability to do it, not the consistency. And that's why right. the mulligans help. For me, I was thinking about greens and regulation. So I was like, I'm going to have to get my second shot close to that pin to make a putt. Wait, wait. Because yeah. you have the birdie Ooh. nine hole. Ooh. You have the birdie. Because I'm not worried about getting off the tee. Yeah. Yeah, man. Sitting on the green and. Your approach. 
like a mat. Yeah, your approach is like you don't. Well, you don't even read the first button. You don't read it. You just you just hit you. the putt and see what it does. Yeah, yeah, but like when do you say when do you say like all right that approach got fifteen feet? I guess I'm gonna try to make that. Like it's not gonna be easy. Oh but hell I no, think Augusta, it's gonna kick your ass. But because like on the par fives, you can yeah, but to I mean, I assume they mean you have to play from the tips. Like it would be. It would take every ounce of skill that you had. Well, wait, a million or or ten million, correct? You you get a million or you win ten. Yeah, I just don't. I, I and 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 I don't think not to sound like a million dollars is not like a lot of money, but I don't think like a million dollars is like enough to not give it a go. Well, it's it not enough for me so not fun, to play Augusta dude. to get yeah, the opportunity to play so, Augusta. Nick, that's Nick, true we, too, Nick. I, that doesn't even come into my to my decision analysis. <laughs> Sorry, Craig. <laughs> that is no like one I'm of my bucket list items. In my in my crazy head, I'm like, if I like in my thoughts, I'm like, I'll end up playing if I want to. My dad would probably punch me for not taking the million, but at the same time would punch me for not going to play Augusta for ten million. And then he'd punch me again if I didn't I, get I think million. I think you gotta take Augusta out of Your dad would punch you. <laughs> I think you got to just say, yeah, look, I can find cheaper ways for you to get on to Augusta than a million dollars. I'm you're not yeah, going to pay well, a million. I mean, nine million dollars. There's dude. Yeah. I'm trying to find. How do you go into DMS that you sent yourself? Because I had a funny one that I wanted to read you guys. So I, Nick, I you're going to take the ten million. Yeah, you can. No, I would take the ten million. I think I, I think I could do it. Early. Unlimited mulligans. Okay. You would attempt here's to the, take the ten million. Well, I would no. I'd take here's, the ten million. I would take the challenge. I give you Make one billion dollars, but you have to jump to age fifty-five, or give you fifteen million right now. For me, that's a no-brainer. There's no amount of money worth years of my life. So I would take the. I would just say, or give you zero right now. That's the hard question. You get zero right now or one billion, but you have to take 20 years off your life. That's a sick and twisty question, Nick. <laughs> what I, are you going to do? Yeah, I don't like that. I'd rather like live that. poor as a 35-year-old than rich as a 55-year-old. I don't know. I might take the billion. Really? Yeah. I thought about it. I'm like, it's like a coin toss for me of what I would do. It's very teeter-totter for me. And I'm sure it's there's a, a lot of people question. listening going right now going, you're an idiot. Um, I but, mean, well, a billion dollars is so much effing money. It is so much money. It is just paying someone to wipe your butt money. Like, it, it, it's so ridiculous. And when I get to 55, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm 55. But having to lose those twenty years would would be a tough pill to swallow for sure. I mean, my and, goal is to make make a billion dollars, but again, I wouldn't give up. Like I, you like Nick, if you really wanted to, you could use those twenty six years to try to make, or thirty nine years for you, thirty four years, whatever it is, to make a billion dollars. Okay, um, well let's well. Well, let's be honest. And, and, and I love your, you know, confidence and, you know, your, you know, everything, Craig, but a billion dollars is, is, is not, uh, in a, in attainable number. Well, okay. So yeah, make it a hundred billion. I'm, I'm saying like, yeah, I, I think it would be awesome. It's definitely not an attainable number, but neither is a billion. And, and this isn't me. You know, I mean, a billion's attainable. Fire, I think it happen, but yeah, billions attainable. It's just hundred not... billion. If it's a hundred billion, go ahead, fast forward my life for me. Why? <laughs> what are you gonna do I'll with a hundred billion dollars? For ten years, I will have a hell of a fucking life, and then I'll get old. But for ten we'll years, I will make up for million those. right now. See, I think that you could take the fifteen. But I think, zero. but that's what if if, if there's fifteen on the table, zero. Craig change it to zero. If the zero yeah. makes it difficult, give me the fifteen now because I think I could make it. To well, yeah. a couple hundred million. Right. You could invest it and just be yeah, but you could lose it all. 
if you invest. You also it. get finance. No, you're not going to lose it in the stock market if you like. There's no ways, or in real estate. But I'm saying financial security is the answer. Is the question? Fifty million gives you financial security, so there's no choice there. Yeah, the one yeah. billion and the zero is the is the tough. I mean, it's a it's a great question because fifty five isn't too old to do stuff. You know, it's right. It's a sweet spot number. But I think it would be a good poll. I think I think this would 55, be a, a half and a half poll. Fifty five is a sweet spot number. Um, yeah, um, the fifteen million r- right now has gotta has gotta happen. Would you give all of the money that you have, all assets, anything to your name to go back, you know, five years or 10 years? 10 years, yes. Five years, I think, is a tougher question. Not for me to give it all back. Yeah, you haven't hit an age yet that you're like, you know what, I could really crush life from my choice. Like you're about to hit. Yeah, I'm 29. If I go back to 24, knowing what I know. So then, what are you asking me, Craig? I can either go back in time. I don't know because I'm saying no. I wouldn't say change stuff. I'm just saying like I'm thinking about buying, like buying. Yeah, he's not. He's not reading what the next Mm. question. He's not reading Mm -hmm. that one. Oh no! I was just saying like how much is time worth? And yeah, um, you know that movie. You know that movie, man, with Justin Timberlake, Just in Time? I think it's called oh, yeah, Just in with, Time. Is it, uh, if it the... is Just in Time, then I just realized that Just In is a pun for Justin's name. But it might not be Just in Time. It might be, you know, In Time, where everything in the future is paid or all currency is in time. And, like, you know, the number is on your arm. And so if you do anything, man, buying, like, a cup of coffee or jumping on the bus or anything – you have to pay for it in time, and, and the rich job, more generally. Yeah, and you know the rich have like you know 150 years, and people are like, "Oh my god!" Right, and so Justin Timberlake gets a, but that is, dude, that's a good movie. I gotta watch it tonight. You can either go back in time and change one chain of events, or I can let you see your future for the next 10 years. I don't. I'm not a big future guy. Um, I'm like in a very good mindset of just like trying to build in the, in the present. So I, I'm, I'm going to take that, that power to change some stuff in the past and Definitely. mostly for finance, for, for fi- financial gain. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm yeah. right there with I mean, you. I mean, we could save, I could, or stop the Holocaust, you know, like there's, no, there's it's, in, it's your lifetime. Lives. You can't one, change one change of life. events in your life. And once again, yeah. there needs to be like an amendum here because oh. what you just said, Craig, is like, is true, right? You're like, oh my gosh, man, what sort of asshole here. would I be if I didn't go back and kill, you know, I mean, baby Hitler? Right. right. This is what I would do because it fits into the scenario. I would go back to a time that I was standing in front of a cashier at a gas station buying a lottery ticket. And I would change the numbers that I told him that I wanted to be on my lottery ticket and win the lottery. Oh, yeah, because then they get it, too. They get a piece of it. Everything with Craig's life is for financial Yeah, security. but good. I would do that, yeah. too. That's what I thought. Yeah. No, look, man. Money, money freaking dominates my mind, too, sometimes. I think that's so funny. Okay. Okay. So that is a good and one. It- that's an easy one. I was actually thinking about this today because – Back to the Future, you know, came on. And then uh, the Genie movie. Craig, man, what's the Genie movie that you told us to watch? Is it actually called Genie? It might be called Genie. Yeah, it's called Genie. And uh, I was like, if I had three wishes, I actually... He has unlimited. No, true. True. I I think that I would get a sports almanac just like in Back to the Future. I think it would be, you know, and then my mind began to race of like, okay, well, how do you properly do this? without getting flagged because every single day I always see things or every single, you know, Sunday, I always see things where it's like a sports better has the chance to win, you know, four, $409,000 if he hits this. So, so what sort of red flags would I raise well, if I hit like a 25 game, you know, fucking parlay on fucking NFL Sunday? Well, a 25 game parlay is not possible, but like a 16 game, you know, parlay for like, you know, $50 million. It would raise 
all of the red flags. You'd probably get like, hired though by a bookie, like by a book. People be like, though. something's going on here. This is fucked. How did this guy just get all this money? So you'd have to like pretend to lose and you know, lots of weird things would happen if you started to win a lot of money with gambling. But definitely would go back in time and I would change an event. And I, I don't know what event that that is, but that's a good question too in itself rather than looking in the future for 10 years. Because looking in the future in 10 years is, is yeah, I don't I don't want to do that. <laughs> My biggest ride the ride. I don't know. Sometimes I have this haunting of this. I forgot to this lady that like helped me through like my last year of college and into law school. I kept writing, like telling myself I'd remember that I was going to write in my acknowledgments, my book and I forgot her. And then when I had a chance to add them to the second version of the book, I forgot her again. And sometimes that bothers me. But that wouldn't be the one event that you change. No, it wouldn't. But anyway, I, because my mind was like, ooh, change stuff. And, like, what would I, like, small things, like, Nick, what would you answer that question? You you want to see the future? You're all about going to the future. No, I know. Not this one. This one, I would go back, and I would change some things in my freaking life, for sure. Most definitely would make some adjustments. Or like Craig said, I would just <clears throat> simply fill out a uh, ticket or, you know, and make an investment into something that I know would pay off. I just... I think I can right all of the wrongs, anything that I would fix in my past, which I'm fortunate that I, that, because I don't have like sickness or, or stuff, but any, I could do so much good with. Yeah. But that's why I only said you get to change one chain of events. One chain of events. Oh my you can't gosh. do it all. Cause if you do your future, you can in theory change it, but then are you no, changing I'm it? I'm saying with the money that I would make. Oh yeah. Okay. I got my you. one yeah, chain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think if I won that billion dollars, or I guess it would be what seven hundred and fifty million after taxes or whatever, you could do so much good with that. I would. You don't yeah. need all that money. I would live on a boat and have houses everywhere and a plane and just <laughs> hang with my. So then, so then this leads us into our next question, which I think that we've all heard Craig said that if he won the lottery, that he would get a boat and he would fly in friends on helicopters and. <laughs> And and he wouldn't let him leave. He'd be like, no, 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 you have to stay here. You have to stay and you have to hang out with I've me. I've got a room for you. I have a room for you. I have like, you know, 15 rooms. You're staying here. And that is that. Um, I feel like Craig would get really into like silk robes or I would. Yeah. Craig would be right. Really I would get lonely when ever the, the movie highlight would be like, and then everyone leaves and I'm just left there by myself on my boat. Sitting on just like I mean, a mountain like, of cash. What are you He's just so sitting on cash. I'm sorry, but nothing sounds nicer sometimes. Than I, know, I, would adopt, I know. I would adopt some kid. All right, Brad Pitt. <clears throat> okay, Craig. So then this goes into the. Yeah. Okay, Craig. So now moving on to the next question is one giant estate like the Biltmore or like Saltburn, like I talked about in the last episode, or you can own three smaller homes wherever you choose. That I think the easy answer on this is to own. Well, actually, it's not an easy answer because the Saltburn Estate was fucking rad. That thing was huge. It looked so awesome. But three smaller homes in in awesome areas is my answer. And everything yeah, is covered expense-wise. I would pick three homes. Yeah. Mountains, Charleston. Well, I would pick the Bahamas. No-brainer is one in the Bahamas where I used to live. Mm -hmm. Or maybe maybe I might move it to a discovery property on, on this one. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think you're right a on discovery that. property in the mountains, a discovery property in the Bahamas and in Charleston. And that sucks. Yeah. Because we're not talking about like a $30 million apartment in New York. Like, no, yeah, no, no, I'll, no. I'll, you, I'll hold. I guess what we yeah. got to say, like max budget, 5 million at home. No, yeah. Charleston, the mountains and the Bahamas for me. Definitely somewhere in the mountains. Definitely somewhere in the mountains. Uh, Charleston, I feel like I'm always going to own a home here. Um, or I always would like to. And I don't know where the third place would be, but what a fun thing to think about. Because you have beaches, you know? and then you have mountains, and then... Well, I thought I was going to pick the Biltmore. Like a place like that, because that uh, having a giant home would be sick. But then I was like, I don't need that much space. So I would go 
Charlottesville, just nice house on like the, you know, foot of the mountains with maybe next to like a vineyard. And then, um, probably somewhere on the beach, got to figure out the beach and then somewhere overseas, either Scotland or Austria. Can I play devil's advocate a little bit here? Uh, I mean, if, if like two of three of us are going to choose the three homes, and Nick, I feel like you've got to go Biltmore. That's so fair. That's, yeah, see, that so is that, true. I think the so Biltmore that Craig would be and I awesome. can can come and visit your huge ass house, and we can have some ridiculous parties there, and then and then we have a bunch of other homes to choose from. <laughs> yeah, well, fair so enough. If we can make the that pillows happen. into your universe, Nick. Having you a second a home is, is really cool to fly somewhere and like have yeah. all of your stuff there well, yeah, and like actually a, feel home in two different locations is a kid i went to college with yeah they were that rich they had two homes Ooh. and they just bought double of everything so they could just hop on their jet and just fly to the house that's and awesome i'm just like geez that must be that's like that is true fu money see my version of the biltmore option in that is and this could change my answer if you were able to if I could pick like a huge ranch. Well, yeah, somewhere. it doesn't have to be the Biltmore. It's, it can be yeah, wherever no, no, you no, want. I know. I'm just saying like recently I've been really into the idea of going to live on a ranch somewhere where like you have the staff to do all, like all the ranch hands and stuff, but like you can send rescued animals. That, like you just have your animals and like you eat from the farm and well, yeah, you have that's your toys out there and like, I could have a little, I could have like some golf holes, some to- a bunch of toys, my all my animals and my chickens. I want my chickens back. Um, wonder if all I get... that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's wonder that's what we all want, guys. Get some I mean, that's definitely. I don't think it would because with the way, because people can still come visit you, and you're connected now to the internet. You don't have to live off the grid if you don't want to. It's Gerald. So, oh man! All right, well I'll let you guys talk, but I gotta. I'm gonna get out of here. I just I did see that you, um, the Reachers back, and I watched half of the first episode and why thought I had seen like the whole a whole movie, and I was like, <laughs> I love that this is coming off this way. That it's not like, damn it, the first episode's always ready or already over. Like I still have more of the first episode to watch, and I feel like I already got my money's worth. So I'm excited about that. Reacher's awesome. Reacher is an ass kicking show. Not oh, so good. And All right. Dude, see you guys yeah. next time. All right. Happy yeah. New Year, Craig. Thanks. Happy New Year to our besties. Happy New Year. Oh yeah, Happy New Year, besties. We'll see you. I mean, we're not going we're not going far. We'll be right back here in a couple days. Wait. Okay, and we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with more pillows and beer. What's up, besties, and welcome back to this episode of Pillows and Beer. Nick and I are going to hang out for 10 more minutes or so because I jumped on late because it was just one of those days, and I just want to say what's up. Um, I hope you enjoyed your time with Craig. I know you did. Now I'm going to give you my podcast voice for our <laughs> last episode of 2023. It almost feels wild. It almost feels like, Nick, that it is 2024. Like me just saying 2023 felt like archaic and old you know it felt like like oh man 2023 that was so last year but it's not so i have a couple things um okay i have something funny these are my podcast notes that i've been writing down for the past (laughs) you know week um the first one the first one just says punked, P-U-N-K-D, like with Ashton Kutcher, okay? I've been going down a dark hole, Nick, on punked episodes, right? So I started out with Drake, and it was so funny that Drake was in a parking garage, and he was supposed to meet the vice president of the U.S., and then the driver of the car kind of gets out, and he has to run inside, and then you know, I mean, the smoke bomb goes off, and and then like a pregnant woman's like, you have to move this car because I have to get to the hospital. And this guy's like, move the car. My wife is pregnant. And Drake's like, the guy with the keys, he went inside, right? And it's fucking pandemonium. 
And I was just laughing because I was sitting there thinking, and in my head, I was like, oh my God, dude, what if that was Craig? Right. And, and like, I mean, that's what I was thinking or, or, you know, me. And I'm like, how would we you know, react to this? How would we react to someone being like, move your fucking car. And me and Craig are like, dude, the driver's inside. It's like, how long would it take until we snapped? You know? And I was just laughing and I was like, I, I have to talk about this to see how we would react in all these situations um and i'm curious i suppose to what your thoughts are nick you guys would not handle it well is all i gotta say i know i can see craig would craig would crack after about five to ten minutes if it was just constant yelling and either he would run in and grab the car keys or he would just leave and call an uber or and do something yeah or he- no 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 dude i actually thought that too i was like oh my gosh this is so embarrassing what if it was like it like okay and it was drake by the way you know drake is like an international freaking juggernaut superstar right <clears throat> and i thought that he handled it really well he was like i'm not lying to you okay i mean he was clearly stressed but i just feel like one of us would like run off and just be like i'm fucking out of here man i'm fucking out of here like i i just got to get out of here so that someone doesn't snap like a picture or or video and like we get roasted for this or something which is such a ridiculous way to think but i yeah yes i think that you're right i think that craig would like you know run off maybe i'd be like i'm getting an uber i'm getting the hell out of here that's exactly what i see happening and i would i i you i see being a deer in the headlights not knowing what the fuck to do (laughs) i'd be like and like I put up my window and like do my breathing exercises like um that that okay so um Nick thinks that we would not react well to being in a punked situation I think that you're right that that Craig would do his best just to get out of there um but what if it's at your house right and there are some kind of situations where the contractor, he shows up and he fucks up everything. And, and, and then the person that owns Craig the house is like, <laughs> that's true. He probably would go inside and call up her and be like, I don't know what's going on, but you need to come here and get this guy out of my house. Hiring someone on camera. Here's one. Craig built a backyard oasis. What would you build in your house? And I'm asking this, um, and I'll and I'll obviously tell you what what I would say. Like out back, like outside, no, no, no. or just wherever. Home edition. Just like I'll put in a big, you big ass like man cave golf simulator thing. Okay. Yeah. Bar and golf simulator. Love that. Um, because what prompted this question was that I was sitting there, and I I saw that a guy had built a bookshelf speakeasy in his house. And so you, Oh yeah, I saw that on the bookshelf and you you walked in there and there was this like awesome, just like wooden bar. Right. And I was like, this is awesome. And, um, I mean that to me, I was like, what in addition, I wonder how much that that would cost. But, um, I think that the backyard oasis is amazing and like a hot tub and a pool and, and, backyard in general because i don't i don't really have a backyard but like a speakeasy would be so rad yeah so yeah that'd be very cool so bar room uh, yeah secret bar room um okay here's a random thought nick as i'm watching movies over the holidays what and as i told you that i was watching lots of movies and i was in the christmas spirit why is rock bottom in movies always eating Chinese in your sweats on the couch by yourself? Feel like lots of people out there can identify as that being one of the happiest things that they could possibly do. Like, I love that. I love to put on sweats and to sit on my couch. And that means like, okay, you didn't go out tonight. You're just chilling at home. You know, you ordered some Chinese, but it, it's like the international symbol of you're a bum loser if you like in movies that is if you sit on your couch in your sweats and you eat chinese food by yourself 
I just don't think that's true. And I don't think that besties out there would agree with that either. I guess I can play devil's advocate and see that okay. if I was really bummed out, cause it's pretty much you are at home. You just sweating it up like you do to relax, but now you're not talking to anyone. You're just eating leftover Chinese food. You probably had it. It's probably on your third time eating it and you're just being <laughs> lazy and not talking to anyone. Some, some people might, society. might call that a great three days, Nick, because you just, I would agree. Being... But if you're already like, you know, your business has failed, you, your girlfriend cheated on you or rejected what you were told. Right. No, when you proposed, whatever happened, you got fired movie. and your yeah. girlfriend dumped you. Yeah. And now you think that you have nothing left than this three day old cold low main that you didn't even bother to heat up in the microwave. You're just eating Correct. it and you're like kind of crying into your shirt a little bit. You're wearing like a, like a double XL shirt when you have no business wearing one. Yeah. Okay. And that's the devil advocate. That's the devil's advocate of it. But what if you're just happy as hell? You know, what if you're sitting there and you're, you know, texting friends and you know, you're watching a movie and you're eating you know, Chinese food. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And there's two of it, but I'm just saying that the international movie symbol for being a pathetic loser seems to be sitting in your sweats, eating Chinese. Yeah. Food. That or the, or a tub of ice cream. If it's or a tub of ice cream. Absolutely. When did ice cream become just, I guess it's a comfort food, but it's not my comfort food and it never has been. I understand that it is an international symbol I keep on saying the word international, but that it is a national symbol of comfort food. But I, I don't want to eat something cold as my comfort food. That's not me. Yeah. And then I guess cookie dough is another one, but I don't know. That's more of a yeah, yeah. raw cookie that's dough. Oh, yeah. 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 If you're eating raw cookie dough, then you, then you quote unquote, you must be depressed and you yeah. must be a loser and you must be single and you must be sad. You know, it's like, or I'm not calorie counting today and I am living. All right, give me one more thought and then we'll close out the new year. Okay. Okay. Or the old a year. Thought, a thought, a thought, a thought. Um, I have a couple of things that are kind of like a back and forth. Um, okay. How about this one? Um, for Christmas, I got my mom and sister a creative thinking journal. And the and on the front of it it says use this journal when you are high. I was like, this is so funny, right? And you 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 leaf through it, and there are all sorts of prompts. And the prompts are like they can range anything from, you know, write write your own, uh, you know, RX prescription. Did I already say this to you guys? You said you got them journals, but you didn't say what they were. Okay. And then there's like, yeah, there's all sorts of prompts. And my favorite prompt was, and and I want to get your thought, or one of my favorites, right? Because I haven't leaped through the whole thing. I mean, it's like a thick journal. It's pretty awesome. I cannot wait to use it. And I cannot wait to tell you guys about some of the prompts that I that I wrote. But the prompt read, <clears throat> the, the picture is a picture of a coach, you know, you, let's say, Nick. You're kneeled in front of your peewee basketball team. And it's halftime and you're up by 10 and there's a big speech bubble around your head and you're supposed to write in what the halftime speech would be. The, the caveat, the kicker is you have bet against your team to win. You've heavily bet for your team to lose, but you're up by 10 at half. How do you, what is the halftime speech that you give to your team to motivate them to lose. Oh, I'm just going to heap the pressure on them. I'm going <clears> to be <throat> like, you guys can't, can't screw this up. You can't disappoint your family, your friends. You can't disappoint me. If you screw it up, you're a freaking loser, but I'm just going to just heap it on them. Okay. 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 So heap so, on the pressure, make them crack. Okay, so, so Nick would build up the pressure to let these kids just be so nervous that every time that they get to the free throw line, they're trembling and they just brick. Um, and that that is that's a good one, I guess. I guess that mine would be like, what's what I I I would try to be like, look, guys, you know, you're up by 10, but if you lose, there's no shame in that, right? And I would keep on talking about losing rather than winning. 
I'd be like, if you lose, there's no shame in it. You're all winners to me. But if you lose and when you lose, you know, and, and so, See, so that's that, a good one too. So that they're like competitive drive just completely <laughs> left. And they're like, oh, well, coach said that if we lose, then we're winners anyways. And it's all about just having fun. And he'll take us to like a pizza party regardless. So, I mean, sure, let's just get out there and, you know, have fun. And so, I would try to take away their competitive spirit, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's a really prompt. it's a really fucked up prompt, but it's really funny when you think about it. So um I am gonna do some so that the next time that this uh, is like adult meet... mad libs are kind of yes, yes. It that's exactly what it is. Um, anyways, it's my final thought. It's my final thought. My final thought of twenty twenty four is how would you get your PB basketball team to joke <laughs> to in lose. the second half? <laughs> You're going to make a great father, Austin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um, All right, besties. Well, thanks for joining us on this uh, discombobulated, but most likely very eventful uh, Pillows and Beer podcast. To wrap up the year, we love you all for making us one of your top listen-to podcasts and making us one of the top listen-to podcasts of the year. Um, We love you all, and... Um, We'll see you in 2024. Everyone be safe and much love. Peace. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.